0: All right, and here we go. Part two of my interview with Gene Dawson. I'm Crowley. Thanks for listening in. Gene Dawson, one of my favorite new artists. His new album, Chaos Now, is out now. At the time of this interview, he was getting ready to play in Denver at Red Rocks with Young the Giant, but putting this out just ahead of his next Denver show, which is November 8th. Uh, we'll get back to talking about his song, Positive One, Negative One, in some basements or something, because I've <laughs> I've had some some upstairs roommates on some hardwood floors, and I almost took that song literally of just like, oh, that dude.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, when it's, when it's monotonous like that, like, of course, like, I've definitely lived in multi-stories where I'm like, what the hell? What's going on? But I usually was the dude upstairs, but all my stuff made sense, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like banging on something because it's like production or something. so if somebody was mad at me, I'm like, dude, I told you I was going to do this for like a few <laughs> hours. I'm sorry. And then usually, you know, everything was always cool, but it's like the figurative language of something very realistic. And instead of it being, um, you know, instead of it being very, very uh, uh, actual, it was more of a, uh, the symbolism of like the people downstairs have no idea what you're doing upstairs and you have to look at both sides. But if you're just being happy upstairs, if you're just dancing around doing your thing, the dude downstairs has no clue because there's a separation of walls. Like even in your body, you have your upstairs and you have your downstairs. And depending on who's talking, you can deem who's the angel and who's the devil, or vice versa.
0: It is a solid ass metaphor for that. Like like the I I didn't feel too bad taking it literally because I was like this is this is like a perfect no. That's metaphor what it's this. To be. Yeah, a hundred percent. The thousand dollar album. I got, like I know that was a uh, that was one of the things I read about, which because like as a vinyl collector, I was I was mad. There's like no chance it, that I'm. That I'm <laughs> was there really that much of a reaction to the thousand dollar album? Because like I felt like that made like that's that's a pretty reasonable price when you find like a small box left and and didn't you like draw pictures on them and stuff and like really personalize them?
1: Yeah, I told stories. I mean, it, all that stuff was kind of in the same. So when I was like losing my my freaking noodle in my room, I was also writing on those vinyls and telling people very personal things about me. Um, So, I mean, when I did that, a lot of it is, for me, a lot of, there's not enough humor in the world. And I think people take things very seriously, and that's fine, because most of the times the world is a very serious place, and I'm okay with that. But also, for me, it's like, I want to treat the world or the things around me more so like silly putty and like it be malleable, not in my hands, but the the hands of everything, like reality gets slippery and like the more slippery I can make it where I'm like, yeah, but you don't know if that's the real thing. It becomes more interesting. Right. Yeah. So the, the vinyl price and stuff like that, I'm like, how much do you value the fact that I went through depression and this is the real story. I went through depression while making that album. I went through very you know telling my mom that I didn't want to be alive and you know being coddled being- coddled by my parent like as a twenty one year old and left school and all these things and at the same time i'm not I'm, I was working on the album and I left midway through to I lived midway through to fully understand what uh, was going on with myself. And, you know, it was a really hard time in my life. And then I came back after that, after I started my medication and I started my therapy and stuff like that after, you know, one of the most traumatic times of my life. And I wrote this album and I'm like, how much do you value that? How much do you value that, that thing that for me was pretty much going to be the only album I've ever was going to make because I was pretty. Probably not going to be alive after that record, and not to sound bleak or like a fatalist or anything, because I'm not. If you meet me, I have one of the brightest dispositions because I'm a smiley person, but in that moment, I wasn't that at all. I was devoid of of many things. And I'm like, I wonder, because nobody will ever know unless I say it, how much you value these words that I'm saying. And also, if you do this thing, and you take this risk for me, like I'm taking a risk for you because I'm still unsigned. I'm still all these, un- I'm still these things that aren't palatable to most people. It's still not a business. I mean, now it is, but man. back then it was just like, how much do you believe in this thing? Yeah. And now these kids are reselling this vinyl for $1,500, $1,700. And I had a kid like message me like three weeks ago saying, yo, I paid my rent. I paid my rent for two months because I sold the vinyl. I'm like, thank you, man. Thank, thank you. That's amazing.
0: That's that's kind of paying it forward, right? Like and I like the the um like you talking about, like, especially having a smiley disposition, I feel like that's a thing a lot of people take for granted is some of the most positive people are that way because they suffer so much inside. So they want to make sure other people don't suffer like that. And so you try to bring brightness into other people's lives just to, just as an, as sort of an escape from your own essentially. So
1: a hundred percent. I mean, look at comedians. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I could say that like even inside, now, because I've learned myself so well, like I don't even talk badly about myself and have that discourse where I'm like, I'm this, and oh man, I put on so much weight during COVID, and I did this, and like, I don't exclusively leave the right to talk positively to other people anymore. I talk to myself that way, and not in a way that inflates my ego, but necessarily in a way that Allows me to actually give people healthy uh, discourse when I talk to them. So now when I have a smiley disposition is because I feel that inside. So all I want to do is give that. And that's why I have songs like zero heroes where I'm like, yo, like I'm going to live and die in the sunshine. Like there's nothing you can do to to take that away from me because I've been an inch away from death. And all I have now is sometimes I think things are really funny and that's how I handle bad situations in my life. It's a comedic thing. It's like, it's a dark comedy when something bad happens. Cause I'm like, all I can do about this is laugh and not fake laugh. I can full belly, you know, uh, laugh. Like I just won the biggest award ever. And the way that I treat that is because, you know, life is so serious and there's so many bad things that happen. It's like if the one thing I can do is supplement somebody's life in one moment of like feeling whatever. That's like the ultimate that makes me feel like I've, achieve something because I'm not trying to be a savior. I have no savior complex. I have no, I have no idealisms or lofty ideas about what music does to people. My thing is, I just want to be that 10 seconds that when you're doing dishes or you're walking where you're like, wow, life is not that bad. Yeah. you You know what I mean, and that's a tall order to ask because life is bad in a lot of ways, but I'm not a fatalist. I have, I'm the most, uh, you know, um, I'm the most, I'm the most, I have the most belief in the positive. Like I'm an optimist to the fullest extent where I'm like, well, look at it from this way. Well, let's talk about this. And, you know, maybe the bigger question is the way that you're viewing the thing. So even when bad shit happens, I'm just like, you know what? At the end of the day, look at, look at this way. Look at, look at this, look at this format of this thinking
0: kind of like how there's always been that debate in art about like, is it the artist's intention or is it what the the viewer takes from it? Allowing other people to take from it what what they need to take from it at the moment and everything.
1: Yeah, don't dictate. It's the best thing you can do as an artist is don't dictate. Be the most unassuming because you don't know what that's going to do. You can make a depressing song that's going to make somebody really happy. You can make a really happy song that's going to make somebody depressed. You can do everything in the world to try and dictate what somebody's going to view the art as, but the first moment you do that, you lose the intention.
0: Damn right. And dictators are bad from what I've heard. So yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Heard that. (laughs) Um, So you're playing tonight in Denver. You're, you're opening for young, the giant, right? Yes. I'm pretty hyped for that. I would imagine.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, they're amazing. They're legends. So the fact that they want to have me do this thing, I'm just like, yeah, it's an honor.
0: It's a nice seal of approval, yeah, yeah. But yeah, you get a, I would argue an even bigger seal of approval. You're about to start your first headlining tour, right? Coming up here yeah. pretty soon.
1: Yep, I'll be right back around Colorado, and you know, I played here this, I've played here last or this year earlier in the year, and it was like one of my favorite shows I've ever done. And I'm not saying that because we're talking about it. I'm saying <laughs> that because I was like, wow. This feels like I'm performing in front of like a group of friends.
0: Well, and you're playing a show at Red Rocks, which is like the best the best way to start out your your Colorado live music journey. So, have you ever been out there before? Never. Oh. Oh, I ain't gonna spoil it for you. I'll let you like but you're in for a treat, man. It's uh probably one of the best venues, like just at least for just to look at and yeah. sounding and everything. So, it's uh oh, yeah, you're you're going to get treated tonight. So, hell yes. I'm super excited. Can we uh can we hope that maybe Colorado will be your favorite state and you'll just be back here a whole bunch of times in the future? All the
1: time, yeah. The one thing I will say though, the flight in here the other day or Oof. yesterday, I felt like I was uh it was over. I was like, Oh, the wind did some stuff to the plane and I was like, <laughs> Oh, we're falling out of the sky. Like this is I had went through every step of grief <laughs> while that was going. I started with uh um what is it disbelief and i ended with acceptance i'm yeah. like well this is how it goes i dropped an album i said what i need to say i'm out like and it was so sad and i'm like looking there's just like a little kid in front of like the seat that i'm at. And i'm like oh man you never got to even go to like <laughs> a school dance like oh man this is this is so sad and i'm like thinking about my full band i'm like oh, our families are going to be so sad. and we were in turbulent like i i'm usually final turbulence but it was like a hundred. It was Ooh. the max amount of turbulence that I've ever experienced where the plane was literally like basically capsized. So it was, it was a horrible experience. But one of my favorite things is the airport in Denver, that blue horse freaked yep. me out and it's in the best way.
0: There's all kinds of weird conspiracy theories about that. Oh, I so, know yeah. I've, I've done
1: my deep dive.
0: Oh hell yeah! I'm going
1: to spend a lot of time in that airport. I'm going to be doing some investigative work. Just, I might, I might write an album in the, the, the airport
0: yes if you you i bet the tunnels down below would have like fantastic um y- y- yeah y- resonance the great reverb yeah down there you go so, yeah hell yes well yeah if you discover those you better like you better do a show from down there like break that oh, and everything. i'm
1: gonna i'm gonna film it if people are gonna think it's fake i'm gonna be like no nah, dude I'm just actually uh,
0: not afraid. Let's find out. The aliens are deep faking it up there is probably the you who know, <laughs> Actually, you know. Right. Well, I'll uh, I've I've taken a lot of time. So, I'm gonna ask one more question and then I'll let you go. Yeah. Um any ch- are you going to uh, any chance of a vinyl release on this new album?
1: absolutely yes. final release 100 percent. but we got to get the we got to get the pixel bath vinyls out but once those are out then we'll, <laughs> we'll turn we'll make sure that people get these on the Tyler matter it's a, it's a whole thing with the vinyl uh company that i have a whole grievance on and i could talk about it for hours but <laughs> you know let's just say adele did some stuff
0: yep Yep. The, uh, yeah, with uh, the big fire at the pressing plant, uh, what, a year or two ago, has now, and with the explosion of vinyl, yep, now it's now it's like, okay, nobody else gets album. We have to print all of Adele's albums, so. Uh,
1: you know what I mean? People don't know things, and I'm just like, look, I'm not blaming her. I'm just saying, you know, let's not monopolize the wax.
0: Right. We got to reprint Leonard Skinner's greatest hits again. So... <laughs> thick uh god damn gene dawson you are awesome i was re- like thank you so much for 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 calling in cannot wait for the show tonight cannot wait for the show coming up in uh, in november when you're headlining i feel like i feel like it's 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 happening for you man like just wait for it you're you're gonna get ca- like shoved into top 40 before you know it so
1: oh man thank you i appreciate it and you know thank you for having me on the show it's been a pleasure it feels like at home
0: man i can't say enough good things about mr dawson go listen to his music Go check them out in Denver. Coming up November 8th, I will be at that show. I don't care that I do a morning show the next morning. I'm, I'm, I'll am I'm i suffer through it. It's worth it. Thanks to Gene for being on the show. That was so awesome. Hey, thanks to you for listening. Uh, and I'll go ahead and guilt you with a uh, thanks for liking the podcast and for sharing it and for commenting on it and for subscribing. Now you have to do it. And you have to get tickets to go see Gene Dawson. November 8th. Thanks for listening.